welcome to this podcast. I am recording this while I am in Arizona. Do do do. What was that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be a little quieter because I am in an Airbnb and it is 8 p.m. on Sunday right now. Kind of left this last minute. I guess that goes to show I have been keeping myself pretty busy here. And I just want to give some updates on things that I have done so far in this trip. So today is my third full day. Uh, I got here on Thursday of last week, Thursday the 14th. And let's see, that first day was a lot of driving. Um, And that first day I did go to Sedona to see it for the first time, which was so exciting. Yeah, so I pretty much just went there for dinner and then I went home to my Airbnb after that. And the second day is when I went to the first Vortex, which was, if you're interested, it was called Airport Mesa. That was the name of the Vortex, quote unquote. If you don't know, like, what what does it mean, Vortex? So basically, people call it a, an energetic Vortex because the energy there is like more focused and you can really feel it when, when you're there and it's just... Maybe some people experience it differently. For me, it was just very peaceful. I noticed that everyone on the way there, when we were all like hiking there and I was passing by people, everyone knew that it was a vortex. And I was so surprised. I was like, wow, people are woke. The people who come here, I guess, to visit, they know they know what they're doing. And I was just like, wow, I feel like I'm surrounded by all these woke people. It's great. So anyways, I did that the second day. What else did I do the second day? I also went to a park, took a lot of artsy pictures, took a lot of artsy videos. And then the third day here, which was Saturday, I actually just like chilled and I stayed in the area of my Airbnb because basically where I'm staying overnight is like a 50 minute drive from Sedona. So I'm not going to Sedona every single day while I'm here. But yeah, so I just stayed in the area of my Airbnb went to a couple parks nearby and pretty much just like took a chill day because those first two days were pretty tiring. Also this past Saturday was a full moon in Libra. And let me tell you, it definitely was bringing up some emotions for me. This trip has been great and fulfilling and rewarding, refreshing, all the, all the, (laughs) all of the things, but um, I will be honest, you know, some old memories or have been popping into my head. You know, if you want to know what I'm referring to, you can listen to my last episode. Yeah, I've just, there have been moments and waves of sadness, but I have just been going with the flow because that's one of my life mottos and letting them come and just like trying to observe them and trying not to get too attached to them. Okay, so yeah, Saturday, Saturday I just chilled and... Ooh, it's a little hard to talk right now, probably because today I did a big hike and it took a lot out of me. Although, I mean, it wasn't that long of a hike, but it was mentally invigorating. I went to Bell Rock, which is another vortex, and the hike was more intense than I expected. It was just a lot more vertical climbing than I anticipated, which was fine. I was able to do it, but towards the top, I mean, I didn't even get to the like the summit because that looked absolutely frightening. <laughs> 
but I did get to a pretty high up place and posted some pictures on my stories and someone actually was really nice and they took photos of me from from afar and they airdropped them to me um but yeah that was absolutely terrifying to be honest like getting to the top because the rocks were kind of slippery my shoes didn't have the best grip and uh, you know, these are like red rocks and, you know, sometimes there were like particles everywhere and yeah, it was, it was intense, <laughs> but I am feeling so proud of myself for doing that. And I feel like I lived today, you know, and I came back with a slight sunburn, <laughs> but it's one of those things where you feel like, you know, you really lived that day. It's like, if you go to the beach and you're there all day with friends and doing fun things, or even alone, you know, as I was alone. Um, I've been solo traveling, and that's what I want the majority of this episode to be about is solo traveling, how I do it, why I'm doing it, etc. But, anyways, I feel fulfilled from today and feel like I'm gonna sleep well. Um, yeah. <laughs> All I could think about while I was hiking up that mountain today or hill, I don't know rock, whatever you call it. All I could think about was how my amygdala was like so fired up. And I was like, wow, I've not felt this scared in a long time. So that brings us to today. And then of course I am going to go to the Grand Canyon. I will be doing that sometime in the next few days. Definitely follow me on Instagram for pictures and TikTok for more artsy and powerful, inspiring videos. So I asked for questions on my Instagram story. Just if you guys haven't had any questions you wanted me to answer on the podcast, I got one question that said, what are your thoughts about the climate crisis and ecological disaster? And I don't know, maybe this is a segment I'll implement in all my episodes, but yeah, I just want to get some questions from you guys here and there, anything you're wondering. So for this question, my thoughts on the climate crisis and what's happening ecologically well definitely freaks me out I watched this one podcast not a podcast I watched a documentary on Netflix what was it called I, I mean I've watched several documentaries on this and I mean I've been learning about global warming since I was like 10 at least there was a time when I did get really freaked out by global warming and climate change and that was like a few years ago when I was also learning about how much plastic waste there is and how bad a lot of times when you think you're recycling, a lot of that just ends up in the ocean anyways. And uh, actually, all of this came up because in Toastmasters, we had some people who were, they all were presenting on the similar topic of global warming and plastic and all that. So I learned a lot about it a few years ago, and it kind of freaked me out. But I try to do small things every single day. You know, I'll go to the grocery store or Target, and if I'm just buying like one to one item or three items and I can carry them, no bag. I do not need a plastic bag for that. That is absolutely so wasteful. And so a lot of times I'll try to like skimp on the bags. Is that a word? Skimp? I also try to use reusable bags when I go to the grocery store. I just try to do all these small things to try and like reduce my, my own waste. Yeah. So plastic bags, I really try to avoid getting too many of those. 
Yeah, I think you just got to do small things because if you worry about it every day so much, it's just, it's not worth it to worry about it like that. I think it's going to take away too much of your peace. And then you're going to be like in analysis paralysis, thinking of all the things you should be doing. And it's just going to prevent you from taking action if you worry about it too much. So I think just learning about it, probably a lot of people already know quite a bit about it, I'm assuming, but maybe that's not right to assume. I think if all of us just like made these small changes and yeah, it starts with small changes. And I mean, it's definitely worrying and I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know what the best thing to do here is, but to be aware and to try and cut down where you can. I feel like ever since the COVID happened, the COVID, uh, I think ever since the pandemic, a lot of our attention turned away from the climate because it turned more towards our health and public health and all that. And it's interesting to see that because I definitely remember that before the pandemic, people were talking about global warming and climate change a lot more. Since then, it's been a lot less so being talked about. Maybe hopefully once the pandemic is like, gone away a lot more and we don't have to worry about it on a daily basis or even have the thought of it on a daily basis anymore, maybe we'll be able to really focus more on the climate crisis. Overall, just like, I just think worrying about it too much is not going to, it's not going to have any benefits unless maybe you're someone who is motivated by worrying. My opinion, cut down where you can, try to learn more about it. Um, and then there's the whole thing about electric uh, electric cars. I spent too much time in the sun today. Uh, electric cars. There was this whole controversy that like they're they're not actually saving that much carbon dioxide from entering the atmosphere because the amount of carbon dioxide it takes to produce them and then ship them to where they need to go is like still just as bad. So these are the things I think we need to be aware of. Is like things that we think are good, um, but we need to look into more. So I'm going to wrap up with that question. And we're going to go into the topic of solo traveling, why I'm doing it, why I'm comfortable with it, tips I have. And yeah. So why am I solo traveling? Well, right now in my life, I needed to get out of my hometown. I needed to get out of my home state. I haven't traveled in the past two years except for going to Florida for a week for training for my old job. But besides that, yeah, I have been in the Southeast in the same state, North Carolina, for a very long time. And it was starting to drive me crazy, especially the fact that I just had a big relationship end and I was feeling so stagnant. I'm very fortunate that... I got a graduation gift of a travel fund. So I graduated a year ago from North Carolina State University, NC State. I don't know why I said it like that. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm like going crazy. Okay. I was given a travel fund from a family member and it was very, very nice. And I just, at the time, I didn't know where I wanted to go. I didn't really feel like traveling a year ago, probably because the pandemic was still a big thing. And I wanted to focus more on my business at the time. I was much more motivated to just like work on my business and make content. And I wasn't really interested in traveling anywhere at that time. But over the past like five months, 
I have really felt the travel bug, you could say. So finally, I decided on a couple places that I really wanted to go to. One being Sedona, Arizona, because I have heard of it from so many of the spiritual YouTubers who I watch, and I felt really called to go here, and I felt called to go to the West Coast, especially. So yeah, I definitely wanted to visit Sedona, see the Grand Canyon, because I've never done that. Yeah, this is my first time in Arizona. And then I also wanted to make sure I could go to Seattle to see my best friend who lives there. I guess that kind of covers why I'm doing it. I wanted to get out of my home state, my hometown. And I really felt like I needed to see new places to be able to expand and to be able to be able to grow more and get more perspective in order to have realizations that I needed to have, which I can talk about too. Yeah, I mean, one big thought or realization I've had was actually coming on the plane right here. I finally, for the first time in so long, I saw a clear future reality for myself that I really wanted. I've been into manifestation and law of attraction for a long time. And sometimes it just, it comes and goes when you're motivated to even think about those things. And for a long time, I didn't really have like a dream reality. I didn't have a clear picture of it. I felt like I honestly just like didn't even know what I wanted, but on the plane right here and driving from Phoenix to where I'm staying was like a two hour drive. I finally like gained some perspective and was like, wow, I could start a whole new life completely from scratch. And something about that felt so good. And I saw myself, like I saw, I saw a future reality that I really wanted and really wanted to tap into. And so it, it has been so nice to like have that again, because when you first get into manifestation, you definitely feel motivated to how do I say like when you first get into all of this you feel so empowered and like you start putting together a clear vision for what you want and it's pretty easy but like after some time I got I kind of like drifted away from that and I wasn't I don't know like law of attraction didn't have the same ring to it I couldn't picture a dream reality anymore for myself that actually felt authentic you know I was kind of just thinking of other people's goals, like the typical things that a young girl my age would want. And I was like, okay, maybe this is my dream reality, you know? And to be like all these other digital nomads who have their own business or like running a coaching business all over the world. But that didn't really appeal to me because it didn't feel like mine. It didn't feel like my own vision. So finally I have gained my own vision that feels authentic and it excites me. And it's just so nice to have that again. Okay, back to solo travel. So traveling alone as a woman can seem like a scary thing, but I'm comfortable with it. I've done it before. I mean, I've gone on plane rides alone before. And then two years ago, I went to Asheville for 10 days alone. That was actually like my first solo travel trip. And I loved it. And even then, like I felt pretty comfortable because I think for me, I'm pretty comfortable with myself in general. I'm someone who likes my own company for the most part. I'm very independent and I'm very, very much an introvert. So I'm not someone who like needs to be around people. Like I just don't really get that lonely. Sometimes I will, but it's not, it's not like I need to be around people and, you know, 
because I'm an introvert and I lean that way, um, I actually feel like I have more energy when I am on my own versus if I am in a group, sometimes that can be a bit draining, but I mean, obviously being in a group has its pros. And I was thinking about coming out here and meeting a couple friends here and doing things together, but it didn't end up working out. So that's okay. But I just really had to get out. So I was like, you know, what? if I'm going to be alone or if I'm going to be with people, it doesn't matter. I just need to travel. So, okay. Other reasons why I'm comfortable with it would be because I know I have a phone. I know I have access to Google maps. Yeah. And I just, maybe it's because I haven't had trauma in the past where I've been like stalked or assaulted or something like that. So maybe it's because I don't have that trauma that I just don't worry about those things as much. And I'm not as scared about that. I like to think that each person is more capable than, than they think. And that includes you listening to this. Like if you have ever thought about solo traveling and you've never done it before, definitely go for it, try it out and don't be scared. Or if you are scared, just like embrace that fear, just like hold it and see it for what it is and do it anyway. I'm comfortable with it because I see the benefits and I know how fulfilling it can be. And I'm pretty confident in my, in my, uh, what's it called? Instincts and self-defense. And just like, I just know certain situations to avoid. And I think a lot of it is believing in yourself, but I will also acknowledge the fact that I think I'm privileged to not have had certain trauma in the past that would make me fear traveling alone. And then I want to go into some tips I have for solo traveling, if anyone is interested. So first of all, don't overcomplicate it. For me, I just like to choose one to two things that I want to make sure to do, and I focus on those. So for example, this trip, the main things I wanted to do, I wanted to go to the vortexes, or at least one of them, spend a lot of time outside. And I wanted to try new food places and just like explore the different restaurants and cafes. And so those are literally the things I've been focusing on. And I just think it makes it a lot simpler. I'm not much of a planner. And sometimes that has its downfall. Like now I'm thinking I wish I kind of planned a group tour or something. But I prefer spontaneity. And I just prefer like taking each day on its own, going one step at a time and being like, what do I feel like doing today? Because if I have too many things planned, like I think I've mentioned this in the past, like I just, I'm more into the feminine energy of just like tapping into what I want in that moment and going with the flow, having too much structure, just like it stresses me out and it just doesn't vibe with me. So I think, yeah, you need to know like how you prefer to travel, if you prefer to have a lot of plans, or if you prefer just to take each day spontaneously. So that's one thing to think about. And then, you know, to choose a couple of things you want to make sure to prioritize. Okay. And then also don't try to do everything. Like I already said, you know, don't, no need to overcomplicate it and think, oh, I have to go see this because this person told me to. I mean, people have great recommendations and I check them out, but don't feel like you have to do everything. Just focus on the things that are like most authentic to you. Okay, and then another tip would be to 
go to public places and, you know, try to be in places where you're around a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about it. I mean, like everywhere I've gone, there have been quite a good amount of people, especially on my hikes. I obviously try to take pictures when people aren't passing by. And like, my parents are like, Joanna, were you the only one there? And I was like, no, I'm just doing my photographer thing and waiting for people to move out of the way of the pictures so I can take an RC picture. But yeah, all the places I've gone have been very public. There are a lot of tourists in Sedona, which makes it feel even more safe in a way. So yeah, stick to public places, especially if you're feeling kind of scared, like if this is your first time solo traveling. And lastly, keep your phone charged. You don't want your phone dying on you. I haven't experienced this because I really try to keep my phone charged so that this doesn't happen, but I could only imagine if it did die and I was like, like I didn't have access to Google Maps and I would just like have to rely on other people. That's not an ideal situation. So yeah, try to keep your phone charged or not try, do it. (laughs) And those are all the tips that I thought of. If you have any more questions on this, I could answer those in the next episode, but I'm going to keep this one pretty short. And I hope that this inspires you to maybe take a solo trip if you haven't, or I don't know, do something new. Do something new, spend some time outside, get fresh air. Even if you have allergies, I do. I take Zyrtec. But wow, I mean, there, there are, there's a lot of pollen out here too. Been sneezing a little bit here and there, but it's worth it. It's worth it. I'd rather be outside. Okay, and that's going to wrap up today's episode. I would love for you guys to share this on your Instagram stories, to follow me, check out my website. And I am offering one-to-one coaching. So go to my website for that. And then it'll take you you'll scroll down. You can see the link to go to my Calendly book a session. So yeah, I'm just feeling guided and I feel like I have the capacity to take on new clients and feel free to give me any feedback on this. Like, how can I improve this for your listening experience? You know, is the volume right? Does the music, does the music, like, is it too loud or what, you know, any feedback you have, I would appreciate it. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you next time.